I'm Jeff MacArthur. In introducing younger hockey players to body checking at an earlier age does not does not protect them from injury as they move into older and harder hitting leagues. That's according to brand new research just released from the uh, University of Calgary. This is a, a paper done uh, with the Canadian Medical uh, Association, and they say that uh, more body checking experience is not protective against injury and concussion. And as a matter of fact, the rate of injury and concussion is actually substantially higher among those who had more body checking experience. So some very interesting uh, findings. And let's uh, welcome in uh, Coach Rob uh, himself from a Mindset uh, Body uh, Bank who uh, joins us now. He, of course, uh, has been a frequent contributor on our show, both here on the radio and uh, TV, and works with uh, elite athletes and uh, hockey players. Coach Rob, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for uh, having me on. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks. Uh, what's your take on this uh, study just uh, released today? Because uh, even its author says that, uh, you know, 10 years ago to suggest this, that uh, introducing body checking uh, to earlier, uh, that would be blasphemous to say that it actually ends in uh, more injuries uh, later in a hockey player's career. Uh, what's your take on the, the findings? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So I'm from the old school. So, you know, um, I was sort of the, the original opinion. How, how can you take this out? You would think that by, by introducing body checking and teaching kids to learn how to take a hit and give a hit, um, it, you know, it would reduce that. So, you know, I, Jeff, I did a little bit of reading. I went back and I, I actually read through the, um, the report on it this morning. And, and I think, you know, it, everything is a little bit subjective. Um, and so when you look at the study and you, you base it on the, the number of players that were involved and the duration of the study compared to, you know, the actual number of, of hockey players that are registered, not only in the age group that they were looking at, which was sort of 15 to 17 year olds in Alberta, um, but you do, you do that based, based on how many kids are, are registered in hockey um, in that age group. Uh, across all of Canada, you've got about 74,000 kids that are registered for hockey between the ages of 15 and 17. The study included about 941 players that were recruited. Of those, 205 participated, 183 for two seasons, and only 22 for three seasons. So I think, you know, the information is is showing a very small cross-section um, and representing a very small area uh, of of information um, for players that are that are playing competitive hockey. Okay, so we need a bigger sample size, in your opinion, because a couple of the uh, stats that are really getting highlighted today from the study says that uh, kids who uh, were experienced body checkers, that being that they actually participated in a body contact hockey earlier on, actually suffered injuries at a rate more than two and a half times greater than so-called non-checkers, uh, those that uh, were introduced to body checking uh, later on in uh, life or their uh, hockey career. And apparently the, the rates of serious injury, according to this uh, study, were uh, even higher. That uh, collisions that took kids out of play for at least seven days or left them concussed were 2.7 times more common amongst those who had played in contact uh, leagues earlier. Yeah, and it's a very interesting study, and certainly I'm not I'm not here to discredit the study. I'm just looking at it from from perhaps a different perspective. 
sometimes, you know, we look at information and we, we look at the numbers and they, we think they represent the greater um, of, of everybody in that group. Um, and, and it is very interesting. It caused me to, to, to go, really? Okay, so let me take a deeper look into this. Um, you, you know, from the study, what I got out of that is the majority of the players that were injured, the higher rated players that were injured, were the ones with three more or three or more years of body checking, but they were playing at an elite level. Uh, Jeff, I don't know when the last time you watched 15 to 17 year olds competing at an elite level, but you know, I know from my own experience, you know, being in that in that group when I was that age, these kids today are moving so much quicker. Their skill level is so much higher. You know, they're doing things with the puck at a much greater speed. So you got to imagine that the impact when there is colliding or collision is going to be, you know, um, a a little bit more uh, um, impactful than it might've been 10, 15 or 20 years ago. Yeah. But uh, let me ask you this though, coach Rob, even though the play, the rate of play and the speed uh, has evolved, hasn't the equipment as well, isn't it more advanced and more protective? Yes, it, it is, but that could also work against you. Right, because the, these kids feel like they're protected in a suit of armor. Jeff, you, you know, imagine back to when we were playing as, as younger younger kids. You know, we, you know, some of our equipment was, you know, material and and you know, some leather and and a little bit of protection. You know, the hard plastics that they've got in the equipment today. It's really hard for a kid to, you know, to to respect the speed and the collision. They're like they're like uh, uh, freight trains out there at the speed they're going with the equipment I got they have on. So so yes, I think the equipment could also, as much as it protects you, it could also you know impact the the player that you're 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 running into a lot more as well. Yeah, let's they, talk. They don't a, call, call that out in the study, right? Yeah, and let's talk a little bit more about the elite level hockey player and uh, those that are between the ages of fifteen and seventeen. Again, this research saying the earlier you're introduced to body checking, the more likely you are to be injured. But as you well know, Coach Rob, when we're talking seventeen, you're on the cusp of being eligible to be drafted into the pros, into the uh, NHL. And if we delayed body checking to the age of fifteen or, or sixteen, I mean, body contact has been a part of hockey. It's part of the game. Is that going to uh, hurt those players that have aspirations to play someday in the NHL? I think it. I think it does. And you know, again, this is my opinion. I'm giving you, you know, the opinion of a fifty-two-year-old who's played at, at almost every level. Um, and, you know, and I'm watching and I work with young athletes and young hockey players now. No doubt the kids are so talented, right? The, the challenge that I have with the way the young guys are being taught today is they're doing so much skill development. And a lot of that is without opposition. So it's, you know, they're, they're learning to stick handle and do incredible things with the puck. But a lot of it is with their head down. Now, all of a sudden, you introduce hitting later on, and these kids are coming through the neutral zone. They're doing toe drags and flips and moving the puck all over, which looks great when there's nobody opposing them. Now you put an opposing body in front, and especially at an age where testosterone is kicking in, and you know, they're look, some kids are looking for that confrontation, you know, the, the, the skill level and the abilities are not aligning because they haven't had that introduction to hitting from a younger age. And this, again, my opinion, I think that's what's causing it. And I know this study is saying, well, it's, it's, it's kind of counterintuitive to what we have known from, from younger ages, but I think we have to take in, in, into account that, 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 that has to play a factor. 
All right, so just finally, Coach Rob, I mean, obviously nobody wants to see anybody uh, injured, uh, seriously uh, hurt. And you look at these stats that are coming out of the survey and study. What needs to be done about this then to ensure players' safety? Is it uh, more to what you're talking about, the way uh, our kids are practicing and preparing for gameplay? Is that part of the equation? Do we need to maybe look at taking hitting out of uh, house league hockey all the way through and maybe keeping it in the elite level for those that are thinking about going on, uh, trying to get a scholarship, play college hockey, or eventually in the NHL? Uh, What do you think needs to be done here? Yeah, so I think they're already doing that. So they've taken it out. If you're not complain, complain, if you're not competing at a at a triple A level, if you're just playing house league, uh, I think that's okay. Take take the hitting out. But once you're you know you've established yourself, and some of these kids are establishing themselves as young as 10, 11, 12 years old as competitive triple A hockey players, I think we have to introduce hitting at that stage. Taking it out until they're fifteen or seventeen, I don't think is going to lead to developing better hockey players. If you look at this study, you know, the, the, the people supporting the study were, were you know, from the, the medical side where they're studying um, concussions. So if you look at a number of the, the injuries that we're talking about in this, this study, they're mostly concussion related. So concussions happen either in, in a couple of different ways, not necessarily just from head contact. A concussion can happen also from whiplash where a player is hit so hard his head whips back and comes back, and that could also cause a concussion. So I think we got to take a deeper look at, at um, you know, how we can better protect the players, teach them to play with their heads up, know that not hitting from that hitting from behind is a no-no. We have to make sure the players are closer to the boards if, and prepare for those hits. So there's a number of things that we can do to prepare them to not only give the hit but know how to take the hit. All right, Coach Rob, i got to leave it there uh, for now, but obviously a very interesting study that's getting a lot of talk right across uh, the country, as you might imagine today. Really appreciate your time and your expertise on this, and uh, thanks again, Rob. Thank you. It was a great study to read through. All right. There goes uh, Coach Rob, Rob Palanti. He's a coach with Mindset Body Bank, and we're back after this here on the Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.